Welcome to another episode of Bringing Down the Grindhouse, a podcast where we discuss horror and media. And today, sit in your chairs, relax yourselves, as we go through this list of songs that I have chosen that you must now suffer through. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It It is clear that this playlist was only a banger. <laughs> and that's hey, hey, you I've, tried. I've decided to uh accept this but this is the third music episode that we're doing and there are some super fucking cool songs on here gotta have some more variety you know that everyone it's been, super been, there's so much variety i was Whatever. talking about us oh, about, about you guys <laughs> we do Excuse we do me. film all the time, so we had to do music oh, and other yeah. things. Oh, yeah. Okay, there we go. I you was, got really I, mad, though. I, 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 I got really touchy. Wow. You were, like, trolling me in the whole car ride over, just trolling me about the last like, two these songs. These last two, they're not bangers, That he does man. not like. They're just not <laughs> they're bangers, just, according not to heaters. Murr. I, I told him, I was just like, how do you make a really good playlist and then end it with no bangers? Oh, no. It's <laughs> fucking, it, it hurt my soul because I like both of those songs No, you're a good. Lot, I'm, so. just, I'm just memeing. No, no, he no, he means it. He's just trying to be nice. That's full offense. Spare my feelings. Anyway, so let's get this started because we only have so much time. All right. So the first song that we're doing is Sarcophagus by Nile from 2002. Who turned yeah. on Doom? <laughs> <laughs> so we never, we didn't, we didn't quite get to the lyrics on this one because there's some really deep growls in there and stuff like that. But it sounds like if you don't know anything about Nile, Nile's like a technical death metal band. I guess you would call them. I guess that's like what they genre they fall underneath. Um, and a lot of their theme that they go with is like Egyptian mythology and nice. things like that, as well as they do a little Lovecraftian stuff in there too. So they mix the two of them together. Um, they were also one of those bands that put a lot of information when they released lyrics and stuff for it. So you'd have like, oh, what is this song about? Oh, there was like a news clipping from this where they discovered like the tomb of et cetera. Oh, et gotcha. Et cetera, et cetera. A little bit of backstory. It was about this, yeah. Ah. Um, the lyrics for this one are, are pretty gnarly, I would say. And they're also short, so I can, I can read the whole thing. And so, who dares disturb my blissful sleep? Again in anger must I rise. How long unknown I lay entombed. My world, so long forgotten, did disown me. Usurper, I was scorned. Ah, the suffering they did inflict. Stained with cosmic black sins. The sun no longer sets for me. Oh, damn. <laughs> That's pretty gnarly. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. I love Nile. <laughs> I dig this song. I like... Uh... I always like anything that goes along Egyptian mythology. Same. Yeah. I love, especially like the music, like there's certain chords that you always hear in Egyptian music. And I love hearing that in, especially like in in the guitars. And then I think there's like a Metallica song that did that too. Shit. What was it? I think it was like Creeping Death or something. Yeah, definitely. It kind of has that, kind of has that, that like (laughs) like Middle Eastern Egyptian sort of tone to it. This song abuses the shit out of um, the minor harmonic scale a lot, which is the one, which is the scale that. In, like makes that sound anyway 
I really appreciate the riffage on this, but what I really appreciate is the bell on the drums. Using the bell is like, it was a thing for death metal back in the day, but like as more technical and more progressive death metal would come out, it was more about the hi-hat. So like going back to 2002 where fat dudes would just hit on that bell, pretty (laughs) pretty good stuff. Yeah, it definitely adds a lot of... uh... What did I say? It's a very like subtle sound that adds a lot, actually. To it like, does. It does itself. get a little faster near the middle of the song too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they add the double bass. They add you know shredding Ooh, guitars. Double bass. Yeah, I like yeah. that shit. Oh yeah, no, it's it's super good. This is <laughs> the kids uh, love double this, bass. This album is uh, called "In My D- Album" that it's off of is "In My Darkened Shrines," which is a fit like like one of those death metal records that's just perfect all the way through. Nice. Like it just keeps a very specific tone. The drums are fucking amazing, as well. Their drummers like they oh Niall always has a good fucking drummer all the time. And then it's also just like I don't know. Whenever I listen to it, I'm just like there's like this mummy coming out of like a fucking tomb. To like walk around the world and whatnot. And Sounds like a king that's like risen. Like, why am I fucking yeah. awake? You yeah. know, <laughs> mummies are gnarly. They're like I the love OG that they're, zombies. They're yeah, always exactly. angry to be woken up. I love that theme. It's like, bro, why the fuck did you wake me up? <laughs> Every mummy resurrection is like, I'm gonna kill fucking everyone. Yeah. Snakes, Every rocks. <laughs> Here you go. I need my beauty sleep. Also makes me think of the Mummy movie, which is awesome and hilarious and think, like funny and dark. Oh, was, that was with Brendan Fraser. Yeah. What's up, baby? Didn't they make you? that movie recently? Uh, yeah, and it was awful. With uh, Tom Cruise. Yeah. Tom Cruise. I, I don't know why the fuck. Uh, I feel like we need to do an episode on like the two mummy movies. The those Brendan are great. I love They're those movies. Fun. They're, They're fun. so well, funny. The thing was, they wanted to redo the original Hammer classics, so they wanted to redo Wolfman and like the Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, and, they and other stuff like that. It. So they did do the Invisible Man, which we saw, which was good. Yeah, that was. Yeah, really that was great. That was like that's true. They 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 scrapped the mummy. Tom Cruise as the start of that universe and made uh, the Invisible Man, Invisible Man, the first Tom star of that Cruise new universe. Tom Cruise needs to stay in his lane and keep making Mission Impossible movies. That's no, it. honestly, nothing else. <laughs> I mean, there's also that Top Gun remake that's coming out, or it already came. What out. is it going to be? The same shit? What's up? I'm <laughs> Maverick. I'm old, right? Yeah, I do my own else. stunts. I do my own stunts. Um, if, you, <laughs> if you do like this song, though, there is a uh, album called "The Hidden History of the Human Race." By a band called Blood Incantation. Nice. They're fairly new. Blood newer. Incantation. Yeah. Great. Oh my they're god. And, um, they're they're really they're really good. They're uh, they're newer. Uh, their entire album is about like mythology and stuff and like human transcendence and like pathological neural uh, neural like uh, <laughs> interlocking ways of humanity. I love all so of these things, when especially I, when they have cool <laughs> topics like right. that. Mm-hmm. And the lyrics go in depth and on the page, they give you like zines that talk about like uh, different types of like psychedelics and other kinds of crazy things to transcend the human perception. The best part about it though, was on the back of the fucking LP. It said, if you would like to contact blood incantation, just concentrate. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, they have a good song called uh, the fucking power plant of Giza. Really good Egyptian sounds in that one. I love when bands use weird names for their albums and or their name itself. Like there's a band called The Comet Is Coming, which is like <laughs> one of the best names Aren't they ever. Like, some, like psychedelic jazz yeah. group. It's wild. Like this yeah, is like the most cool. free form jazz you've ever heard. But it always works out really cool, so and like I love Pink finding Floyd, that. But a little more abstract and jazzy. Yeah, for real. Feel the power of my fusion licks. <laughs> <laughs> fusion licks. 
What is what is the next song? The next song that we've got is Square Hammer by Ghost from 2017. Square Hammer? Yeah, we watched the uh, music video for this one, actually. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember also, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. theater and yeah. song it was definitely a hit for sure and um they're also kind of like the scooby-doo metal band i guess of now but they've they've done really well in the mainstream for sure absolutely it's funny because i saw the dudes from ghost before i actually heard their music and just judging by the way they looked i would have assumed they're more like black metal <laughs> yeah they don't sound like this <laughs> i listened to their music i was like oh but it was surprisingly refreshing. Yeah. Because it sort of has like almost like a poppy feel. Absolutely. Not like poppy like the artist, but it's like it has a pop like rhythm to it. Like a good danceable beat as well as like pretty decent riffs in their music. Yeah, it's really, really uh, classic sounding. So you've got like this this real 70s vibe that they're going for. Yeah. Um, their frontman is uh, Tobias Forge, but he goes by Papa Emeritus. The nice. first, the second, the third. He's died a bunch of times, and then they bring him back as the different Papa every single every oh, time. I, see. I love the theatrics of them when they first start playing, or like just how he displays all the imagery, dressed up in the fucking like Pope outfit, basically. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure the church accent. is upset at him yeah, <laughs> for exactly. doing shit like that. No, they were good for him. I, I mean, yeah, right. Good for you. <laughs> I saw them live in like 2012. I want to say when nice. their first album was out, and he like just they began to set like we began this congregation, our <laughs> Lord Satan, and then just start like and then just start playing like the poppiest, grooviest yes. stuff. Um, it is very groovy, actually. Yeah, exactly. that's a good word to describe. So, yeah, it. groovy man. <laughs> Ghost has been like popular discussion for metalheads to just fucking rip on or defend. Because right. it's it's like it's a very polarizing thing. It's a band that has metal aesthetics but doesn't want to play metal. Right. They could easily make pop records. And yeah. some of their members do. Like one of their members is in an electronic band called Priest, which is really good. Hell yeah. Um, nice. But that's the thing. Like I remember uh, hearing this band from a TV show that they discussed metal on. The guy would only wear a shirt and they were like calling him out. They're like, dude, are you sponsored by this band? He's like, no, I just really like Ghost. Go listen to Ghost. Uh. And they like dropped their album. It was a smash hit in uh, in America and in Europe, and then they exploded. Uh, how I put it is that they're they are uh, the Beach Boys, but spoopy. But <laughs> spoopy. Yeah, they totally go for like yeah. Beach Boys. That's they true. sound like music from like a, like a Scooby Doo mo- movie. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Deal, so. Live action Scooby Doo. Yeah, I mean, and like Mer said, like Tobias Forge, who writes a lot of their material, could write like the bubblegummiest, poppiest yes. record ever. People would love but it. But he plays like this like slightly darker tongue in cheek Satanist thing that's going yeah. on. I enjoy the keys. The keys are a big hit for them. Papa Marches also plays saxophone on some tracks. Uh, other than that, like, it kind of seems like he's also making fun of like metal and metal fans by doing this sort of like theatrical thing, but like not really directly. 
but it could just be that he's just having yeah, fun. I think it's like a thing of like self mockery. Yeah, exactly. Like, we're, like they're yeah. they're left definitely like Blue Oyster Cult writing a love letter to <laughs> Satan. Like that's yeah. that's totally the vibe that they've got going for well, them. Pe- too. People like it. They've won Grammys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, well, they're good. Yeah. I'd imagine. So, yeah, yeah they, it's a very like consumable sound. What you not guys super niche? What do you guys think of the music video? I love the music video. Yeah, yeah. It could. It's like easily a cool small story that you're watching, and it has like the weird visuals that you'd see in like like film noir. It kind of reminded me of like how a, a silent film would be. Set also, up. yeah. Oh yeah, it had like the cards. Yeah. That came yeah. up and showed you like or like would read something because they didn't really have uh people speaking in those. Bef- I just yeah. like the moment where the bats come out and yeah. they're just like, oh, a bat. <laughs> like, oh, no, like, smack swat them away. away. I love that because uh, it calls back to the 3D. And I think they would like try stuff like that back in the day for sure. All the time. When, yeah. And so like it was a very good callback. I appreciate the the filter over it. The green filter reminds me of yes. Dr. Caligari. I know you don't like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I've just seen it too many times. Yeah. What I it feel is. like green filter automatically makes something spooky. Yeah. Yeah, it's like almost immediately color relation to something the, like that. The thing that's also spooky is the blue filter. Oh. Oh, yeah. The originals were in orange, I believe, right? Uh Some yeah. Of them? They were mostly orange, yeah. I think it was just because that was the only way they could get a proper filter onto anything was to put like a little thing in front of the lens mm. so all of it would come out that way and then they would just like shift those. Yeah, it's a different <laughs> vibe for sure for every color. Yeah, mm-hmm. you only but they only had like two or three colors because at that time they could only produce the lenses or the things that go in front of the lenses in that color. And then yeah. you wouldn't get fancy gels until later when they started making them out of plastic instead of glass. Ooh. <laughs> but yeah, check out Ghost. And if you hate Ghost, cool. Fuck you. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a totally acceptable opinion these days to, to hate on Ghost, but they're pretty amazing. Um, so the third song we've got is Nightcrawler by Judas Priest from sought after vinyl too whenever people are looking for their their like original albums that came out they're usually selling for a fucking lot mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't think the pricing has ever gone down i mean this is off of painkiller one of the like bigger records yeah. for sure uh, it's it's phenomenal it's a really good song i feel like every time i heard them playing it also sounded 
distinctly them because of the singer but also really like tight and clean they weren't really like yeah. having distortion or stuff going on with them you could hear like every single instrument and it was clear the british new wave of heavy metal there was a lot of dueling guitars from iron maiden yeah. so they were just trying to go for just a more straightforward approach and they were because they worked in like uh like just like blue collar jobs at yeah. metal factories and stuff so they're just like no riffs just like a bass <laughs> riff maybe a lead right they yeah. weren't trying to duel they were just trying to get like just turn out good tunes yeah Definitely. I don't I don't think I ever heard one where I was like, eh, this is all right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the topic of the song, too, like, and why it, why it ties into horror itself is just about a bloodthirsty creature that lurks in the night killing people. Nice. Essentially, that's, like, the entire, the entire uh, idea, anyway. But these lyrics, these lyrics, though, there's, like, that spoken word part that he does. Um, uh, it's, it's the spoken bridge. Excuse me. This fucking bridge, like, huddled in the cellar, fear caught in their eyes, daring not to move or breathe as the creature cries. Fingernails start scratching on the outside wall, clawing at the windows. Come to me, it calls. Atmosphere's electric as it now descends the stairs. Hiding in the darkness is so futile from its glare. Death comes in an instant, as they hoped it would. Souls ascend to heaven while it feasts on flesh and blood. Yeah. Nightcrawler. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Straight out of hell. One of a kind. Yeah. It's, it's impossible to talk about Judas Priest without talking the rage of Halford. Yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah Halford's pretty so great. So high and so loud. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, he's he's pretty great. Even like, I mean, I saw them in like 2014 or something, nice. something like that. And like, he still has it. Like he's still really good on stage for being like in the, his seventies. Oh shit. He's I didn't still, realize he was that old. Yeah. And he still does all of that, all of that stuff. I mean, his highs have gotten a little bit like less like intense than they used to be. Cause you know, he's old now, Yeah, but I mean, still like rips it every time, of course, but yeah, that's a cool song for sure. I'm excited about this next one. What is the next Ooh, yes. one? Yes. Oh yes, uh, we have "Night" by John Carpenter from 2017. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a soda. No. I'm gonna get one anyways. <laughs> you stole my Red Bull. Bruh, you offered it to me. No, you asked for it. Anyways, <laughs> take a listen. It definitely could be, um, and obviously it's you know included because it's John Carpenter, and he's like you know makes horror stuff, but then he released a few albums and whatnot, like yeah. for, fairly recently. Uh, he created the main Michael Myers theme, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. he has the distinct uh, 
presence of being really good with making music as well as being very good at making film yeah (laughs) and sometimes those two just don't cross over Mm -hmm. that you're not able to do these kinds of things but he has such a good ear for making the atmosphere in any film that he makes and he definitely makes something with this song it's so good oh absolutely it sounds like it would go right into a movie in the first yeah yeah like there's like some movie called night out there where they just have this song Uh, yeah i could definitely hear this song in the movie nightcrawler actually oh yeah uh Uh, jake gyllenhaal yeah where he's very creepy that's such a good (laughs) movie i i honestly want to talk about that movie i uh i'm surprised we haven't yet i know (coughs) so technically like a thriller yeah so with this, it's like I saw a documentary about John Carpenter and why he made the music. He was like, basically, I had a background in music, but budget would be fucked. I would no longer be able to afford someone to make the music. So I would just have to grind out like eight hours at night after filming. And then this is literally every the... film story. Like yeah. they do not have the budget. So they did it themselves. Right. <laughs> and they ended up being really fucking good at it. Mm-hmm. What What I really like about this track is it uses um a certain type of synthesizer. Nice. It is called a modular uh, a monophonic synth. So if you don't, if you're not aware of what a mono synth is, they could they can't do chords. They can only do one note at a time. And so uh, when you look at videos of John Carpenter, he's doing the plugins and all that, like that shit that no one understands but say they understand. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, the thing is, like the entire first act of this song, it goes dun 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 dun. It's not him playing that over and over. It's him sequencing it and then keeping the sequencer on because you can only play one note at a time. <laughs> so then after you get the sequence made, because you have to set the tempo and the fucking rhythm for it, then you could, you could set it off to the side and start adding different kinds of things later in the track though. He does do a, a poly synth with, which is able to do two or three sounds, which is why you're able to get chords. But for the backbone of this song, the, the fucking just that feeling of anxiousness and walking, it's all one synth. That's wild. I've seen those things. Aren't they usually really big? They're really big. They're either really big or really small. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> either they take up a whole room or it's like, oh, yeah, that fits my backpack. Is this the kind of thing where they're like pu- plugging things in and out? Yeah, that's what I'm And they that's keep pulling it. And like, yeah, I've seen videos of that. I'm like, how the fuck do they even know what they're doing at this point? Because they're doing it so quickly. You got people like Vangelis and yeah. then other. I mean, there was the, the trans uh, synthesizer queen that I forget her name. But wow. I'm sorry, but she was awesome. She had, I, I remember buying one of her albums and it was just, they, they made a funny bit uh, on adult swim where they had a synth battle between Vangelis, John Carpenter and her. It was really good, but this song fits in like any horror movie. I honestly feel like it would be really good in that one movie that we talked about the fog. Not, yeah, not, the, fo- not the fog, but also the other one, uh, The Mist. The Mist, The yeah. Mist is like, I feel like it would have been a really good one for that one. I would even put this in Stranger Things. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah, it belongs in some yeah. stuff the like Stranger Things. The, sure. the revival of Synthwave and like bands like Survive, uh, Survive and just every Synthwave band. Are John- you talking about Wendy Carlos? Yes. That is the person that you mentioned earlier. Yeah, Wendy Carlos. <laughs> yeah. Absolute phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, uh, the pictures and videos of her just... Doing the fucking plug-in <laughs> shit is really cool. I literally cool. Googled trans synthesizer queen, and the first thing was Wendy Carlos. There I was like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Google. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Yeah, good track. Yes. Solid. So are these the non-bangers? No, we have, <laughs> we have one more banger followed by two non-bangers. Oh, gotcha. According to Murr, 
Uh, that's more Mer's point of view for tonight. Mer's point of view, yeah. Yeah, my point of view today. It's your point of view. What happened to the point of view? There's no sex in this. There can't. That's music. You, that's is what sex. you think. It's ear sex. Okay, there was sex <laughs> in the last music episode. All right. <laughs> there was. <laughs> was there? I mean, sex magic. That yeah. Oh, help. that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's different. Anyways. Let's hit it. This is the what next is this? Song. What is the song? Oh God, the next one is by Grave Diggers. And the song is called, give me a moment, is called Diary of a Madman from, I, I don't think this was from 2016. I think this was like a, I think what I was looking at was like a remaster. Yeah, it's from the oh. 90s. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, because it totally has that, that general sound in it. Nice. Check it out. Oh yeah. Okay. I understand you guys are pleading insanity, claiming demonic spirits possess you to do these hideous murders. Can you please explain to this court how these so-called spirits may do it to these raving madmen? Bear witness as I exercise my exorcism. The evil that lurks within the sin, the terrorism. Possessed by evil spirits, voices from the dead. I come forth with grave diggers in a head full of dread. I've been examined ever since I was semen. They took a sonogram and seen the image of a demon. At birth, nurses surrounded me with needles and drugged me all up with the diseases of evil. Grew up in hell, now I dwell in an Islamic temple. I'm fighting a holy war in the mental. Look deep in my eyes, you see visions of death. Possessed by homicide is what I am obsessed. Giving niggas brain dimples. Dragging their asses on my hook by their temples. The cause of death is unknown to the cops. Cause when I kill them, I'm not leaving one element to a cops. First I'll assassinate him, and then I cremate him. Then take all of his fucking ashes and evaporate him. There we go, the yeah. Um, down your so... I definitely scrounged trying to find a very diverse playlist that I could. And I was like, I need to put, like, there needs to be, like, some rap and hip-hop on here or something like along those lines as well. Because we have, like, dance music. We've got metal stuff. I mean, I could find metal stuff all day if I wanted to. but Yes, we, didn't... we know you can. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. No, I had to refix this list a couple of times because I went a little too crazy. But... Beside the point, this is they have a lot of cool uh, horror imagery for this, and I guess that's kind of one of the things with grave diggers in general is that they typically include you know, like like well, exercising exorcisms and being possessed. And you gotta talk about the elephant in the room. The elephant in the room. Yeah, Riz is in this group, dog. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> can't even you can't you can't talk so about I me and Riz. That is I, the group. No. I, I <laughs> Yeah, he's a good flow. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't actually know that, but that makes a lot of sense now that I think about it. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why he was in Wu Tang. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, no, exactly. That's the thing. After after Wu Tang like fell off, not really, but like they were all doing their side projects. Yeah, they went and did other things. They, they did other things and Rizza really wanted to do horror rap with these other two guys. And uh Grave Dig is the album. Is it, the whole album is like this, just horror themed yep. with like well, they samples. they pretty much made like the subgenre of like the horrorcore like subgenre of hip hop, and only like a few bands fit into that. There isn't really like too much. Yeah. So it's like the only one, other ones I could think of is like Sons of Man. I think is the only only other one. But besides that, I can't yeah, think so of anything. Even there, else. it's hard for me. Yeah. To, like, I I was having I was looking through forums and whatnot. Like maybe what's like some good recommendations. Like let's see the guy. I think it's a uh, Killer Priest is the only other oh, one I can think what? of. That uh, would fit well uh, too. <laughs> Brother Lynch. Oh yeah, yeah, one. yeah. That would probably. That's be That's the a thing. Good there one. was a resurgence in, yeah. back in the 2010s. That's true. So like, as SoundCloud and emo rap and other 
crazy stuff that comes through the forefront. People want to do these. Hey, I can just take a horror movie sample and just loop it with yeah, this, exactly with a lot of bass. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I feel like this is when they were also fucking around with new uh, technology that was coming out. Like you mentioned how they had the old school synthesizers. They had other like beat makers they're coming out with, but they usually could only play like one or two things at a time. And then they have to loop it as they started adding more and more layers onto it. This, this, uh, it's like really cool because you see people from the eighties, like my name is John and I'm here to say, <laughs> and then you yeah. got like that gangster rap fucking flourish with wu-tang and then like nwa yeah and then finally in the 90s that's when it was just time to experiment just try different yeah, things a whole bunch of different things came out a lot of subgenres. i mean you even have fucking <laughs> you have them doing tracks with metal bands too which is really cool yeah i know like a, a rapper did a song with biohazard and one did one with anthrax just like yeah new metal guys but it ain't new metal <laughs> Yo, yet. dog i heard you like limp biscuit <laughs> oh my goodness yeah <laughs> I love Limp Bizkit. I ain't afraid of, loves Limp Bizkit. I, I ain't yeah. afraid to stand. Get no. you and your Jinko jeans out of here. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. We're not. We're not. Oh, God. Hey, Ooh. I'll sell those Jinko jeans I, for like I 200 bucks on Depot. I need to go shower after, right now. After Murr talks about his love of <laughs> fucking Limp Bizkit. It breaks oh stuff as a banger. Don't even. Bro, no. really? Did you do okay. it all for the nookie? Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> Hear me out. So that this. you could get that cookie? Hear me out. Uh, not all of Limp Biscuit was a banger, but it's kind of like that. It's that Lincoln Park effect where the first album was really good. Uh, Lincoln Park. Nobody speaks oh of them God. anymore. <laughs> Sad. They're, okay, in the, so- they're in the $5 bin at Walmart. <laughs> I still like Lincoln Park. When the mood hits, though. When the uh, mood hits. Mitch, you want to talk about the lyrics for the song? There are. There's a lot. There's a lot. I mean, Killer Priest is on here as well. He has yeah. a verse. He's the verse three. Um. Oh yeah, there's like Resurrector. <laughs> it's like they're these names though. Like, they got the names awesome names guys, for yeah. this genre. I love but it. In, um. Oh my God, Shabazz the Disciple. Yeah. I mean, it's basically them going to a court case. Uh, basically saying that demonic spirits possess them and right. murdering. You have a very horrific intro with a mom being like, "They killed my baby." Right. But they basically go through their their verses as just like, yeah, this is what happened. This is why we killed them. There's demons. What is this immortal technique, Dark? Yeah, right? <laughs> Did he fuck his own mom at the end? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. We don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, let me show you something like very dark. I mean, I is mean, it immortal technique? Yeah. I mean, yes, this is dancing was, with the devil. Here you I go. Mean, immortal technique like made me even appreciate rap and hip hop in the first place, though. Like That was like – I had like – a summer where I listened to nothing but like Bathory and oh. Immortal Technique, like back and forth. <laughs> All right, shit. So I appreciated both black metal and rap and hip hop at the same time. Oh shit! Cool. We also have to say rest in peace. Oh rest fucking in peace, MF, MF Doom. Fucking yes, Doom. absolutely. What the uh, shit? That was just kind of out of nowhere this for everybody. Whole fucking year has taken all the best. Fucking at the artists, very last man. day. <laughs> Very last day of the yeah. year we found out. Yeah, exactly. That was shitty. Didn't they die on like Halloween or something? Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess they just recently posted something about it. Oh dang! I guess they it's just wanted to handle it quietly. They big, didn't really want to yeah. make. I mean, I mean, I feel like MF Doom is always kind of secretive about his life yeah, and stuff. Yeah, he really was pretty private. I mean, I mean, there's the whole mask thing, and then him working with like Adult Swim was just so random. Like that was what? great. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's just so like I'm just gonna go on a binge now of listening to all his music. <laughs> it's it's a travesty. So, so much. Yeah, yeah. hip hop really world. is. That was a pioneer for sure. I saw so many people making posts about it who were just upset. 
there's there's a really good video of most deaf talking about how awesome mf doom lyrics are and he's just like quoting them like yes. off, like just off the just cup. knows them yeah it's so great like it's, it's a good video if you can find it absolutely find also that. that food record yeah. oh yeah food mm, food <laughs> <laughs> Potatoes, oh, yeah. Cheetos, burritos. <laughs> <laughs> burritos. I'm telling you, I'm gonna make it into a beat. Cheetos. <laughs> he says that it's totally a rhyme yeah. from one of them. Yeah, the, it is. I love like, it. And, oh my god. Anyway, I guess we'll move on to the next, the next two songs that Murr hates. So what now, dog? The uh, the podcast is over. Yeah. We're ending it right here. No, no, no. So, no, no, no. We can't. We got. We have two more. Put the gloves on, man. Through. Put the gloves on. So the next one is Where the Wild Roses Grow by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds from 1996. Damn, okay. uh, this is a, a duet <laughs> that features uh, Kylie Minogue on it as well. She's a oh, interesting. decent pop singer. There. I like her. Yeah, she's on this one. She's my favorite when <laughs> I was in like elementary school. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that would make sense because it was 96. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, you're young. <laughs> We've been over this before. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Anyways, check it out. day I saw her I knew she was the one she stared in my eyes and smiled for her lips were the color of the roses that grew down the river all bloody and wild when he knocked on my door and entered the room my trembling subsided in his sure embrace he would be my first man and with a careful hand He wiped up the tears That ran down my face They call me the wild rose Yes, so this <laughs> song Explain this, yeah. song this song is considered a murder ballad oh. Interesting Which, and if, if you don't know what the plot is It's basically two people telling different sides of the story So you have like Nick Cave's part Is him being the murderer in the like talk about how he meets this girl and then she talks about meeting him as well and it switches back and forth until he takes her to a river on a date and then clubs her to death of a big fucking rock. Oh, all right. And that's the entire like that's like basically the gist of the song. Oh, that's my kind of date. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's just like yeah, exactly. I think like the I think the last phrase is like the last stanza anyway of these lyrics is like my favorite part because it's just like oh my god. Um yeah, I mean, she, it's kind of like her ghost, like, retelling, like, I have no idea why I died, but, like, keep calling me the Wild Rose, and I don't get it, like, why? But uh, he basically says, um, I'm trying to find this part. Uh, I can't find Hey, fuck it. Nick Cave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. I can't hold it in. He's like, I can't hold it no more. Let it out. No, shut up. Anyway, no. (laughs) He basically says, like, he basically says, like, I I kissed her goodbye. I said, all beauty must die. And then I planted a rose right between her teeth. Oh. Which is just like, I don't know, some pretty great, great lyricism and imagery put in there for sure. But it's just like, it's just this very, like, 
just flowy song that's just about a murder. So I don't know. That's why I felt like I was I wanted to include it because it's such an odd like combination. And then uh, here's Mur. Hi. Give me your point of view. I'll give you the point of view about Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. They're overrated as fuck. All right? <laughs> All right? No. Fucking, fucking take off your turtleneck sweater. Get off of 4chan. <laughs> Actually, this is something pretty decent. I'm tired of people telling me, hey, you should listen to Nick Cave. He's really good. I don't think so. I think he's very overrated, but I will give it this song some credit. It sounds The violins are nice. It's very swayy. I'm the chick does all right. She's okay. Nick Yo, Cave is okay. Where, you too. know who's overrated? Huh? Soft kill. I I agree. <laughs> I agree entirely. He's wearing a soft kill t-shirt. That's why I said it. <laughs> hey, hey. I saw him live though. That was sweet. Soft kill's uh, overrated. I, 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 I feel I feel like Nick Cave has some really good lows. Like he has a very good like droney low voice for a lot of the stuff that he does. Yeah, I think for that real. it contrasts his music really well a lot of the time. But, I mean, that's, like, I mean, I don't listen to a lot of their music, though, so mm-hmm. I'm kind of with Mer in this one. They're not, like, the most amazing thing ever. But this song had a horror vibe to it. Like, you know, so, I mean, and how often do you hear a ballad about murdering people? Like, never. It's always like, oh, I love you. I love you, too. Bing, bong, bing, True. You know? Ballads are traditionally <laughs> romantic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. They're, like, typically romantic. And this one starts with a date that ends in tragedy. Nice. I guess I could appreciate that. Yeah. But- I don't know if you like Nick Cave. Send me an album. Maybe I'll listen to it, and I'll Maybe. give you my other point of view on it. Swan, right. Swans is better. <laughs> you know he's not wrong though. Swans is better. It's true. Um, but also like you know, way less accessible. Yeah, it's true. way it's less accessible. <laughs> but I do love Swans, so there's that. Oxygen. <laughs> Anyway, so anyway, so uh, we'll move on to the last one to get yes. all of it because this is the one that Murray's gonna have all of the complaints ever about. Just hurry up. Yeah, this is "Die <laughs> the Death by the Devil's Blood" from 2011. Check it like this was 2011 are you sure are you sure it don't sound like it not even the audio quality sounds like it was modern i feel oh my god i i feel i feel like it has more of like i think it's also doing kind of a 70s vibe thing as well with this one yeah for sure it's interesting because the music is very 70s but the vocals are very 80s yeah yeah but it's 2011 that like screaming sing my problem with it is the ah like you could hear the throat oh yeah really hard just can't get into it do you just not like that in music no, the thing is, like, if a singer could pull it off, yeah, the singer cannot. I could hear the strain. It just hearing the strain makes me not. I don't know. I'm like doing squinty, squinty eyes at Murr. I don't know if I believe that criticism, but I also don't know enough about music. Well, I mean, <laughs> so I, feel, I can't say anything. I, I feel like with the Devil's Blood, they were trying to do something more organic. 
especially. So it would make sense because it's kind of like evoking this feeling of like a witchy person, like evoking incantations in like the middle of the woods or something uh, like okay. that. Okay, mm-hmm. and that's kind of that's what I think when I listen to it anyway. Right. Um, the song is about Kali. Oh. Also, which, right. is, oh, which is super interesting. <laughs> yeah, which I these lyrics are also pretty short, so I can read them, and they won't take like a billion years, like every other song on here will. <laughs> um, uh, your arms are many and reaching for, and through your fingertips, I feel your heart. Your eyes are piercing and seeing all, and through your tears, my soul is calmed. Your skin is sallow and clad with blood, and through the smoke, I come to call. Your tongue is red and speaks of thorns, and through your spit, I am reborn. Your neck is hung with a wreath of skulls, and through their mouths I sing your praise. Your cunt is wet and hurts yourself, and through your peak I die the death. So it's kind of like, I mean, it's kind of got that transcendence sort of vibe going for it, even like, even in the end, I would say. And then, I mean, Kali was like the kind of the god of death yeah. in Hindu mythology. Kali was the god of many things. Oh, yeah, I, exactly. I believe yeah. she took on over seven different forms. Yep. Most recognizable one is being the destroyer. But in a way, another one of her forms also represents rebirth and new life. Because yeah. only through de- destruction can you come to new life and new beginnings. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like a, re- like a hard reset sort of thing. <laughs> I will say, though, the chorus saves the song. I think that the riffs are all really well placed in this one in particular. And I think that her vocals go really well with a lot of like, I just like with the rhythm and everything. It's like, all right, we're going to have to end now so we can go box. Like here's the thing. Let's take this to the hallway. <laughs> here's the thing. My problem with it is it came out in 2011. Like yeah. I, who are you making this for? <laughs> I get it. You want to make it for yourself, but no, I, they're making it for everybody's dads. Yeah. Yeah. It's the dad. Man. It's the dad music. The dad vibe. Yeah. The dad. The woodsy warlocks. bearded dads. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yes. I am one of those. He's like, don't touch my vinyl player. <laughs> I am just, I am just, I make These are dad all originals already. Come to find out they're like a dollar. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But yeah, uh, but yeah, no. The song, the song has like its references to like you know, hin- uh, Hindi mythology, or Hindu, Hindu. Is it Hindi? Hindu mythology. Yep, Hindu. Hindu mythology. Yes, Hindi. exactly. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. I just I just really enjoy the riffs for this song in particular. It's got kind of that I don't know. It's got that's like seventies vibe to it, and then it kind of I feel the vocals are very organic, and they just kind of complement what they're doing really well like very toned down i would say i don't hate it there you go <laughs> that makes sense but, but do you love it see no i don't love it but i like it it's it's like it's like I'd the equivalent the of eating a saltine no that's false i love saltine crackers. okay fuck then, you are okay, you we, are you insulting uh, saltine crackers right now no they're really are you gonna have to leave go. my fucking house no <laughs> <laughs> I boys, think this boys, is, please. Yeah, the first we were fighting over music taste. Now it's over food stuff. He's fighting me earlier about a stupid Red Bull. I got yeah. stomach issues. Saltine crackers are amazing. If you got stomach <laughs> issues, then why are you drinking Red Bulls? What? Yeah. That's not the point. <laughs> we're not discussing that right yeah. now. Put him on the spot again. <laughs> All right. So that was was that the last one? That was the that last, was last song. Yep, absolutely. Any, any final thoughts? Yeah. Do you have any final thoughts? What were your, like, I guess, two favorites from this list? I personally really like that John Carpenter song because John Carpenter's dose, dose, dope. <laughs> and, uh, and Judas Priest as well, Nightcrawler, because they're classic. Dang, those are my choices too. Wow. <laughs> uh, 
got to it first. Although, although Judas Priest is first on the list. Yeah. Damn, I agree with John. John Carpenter and Judas Priest. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, I, big I, honorable mention. A great gonna, as well. I'm going to be the other one that's like slightly different. Unanimous. Here. Slightly different here because I was I, like my two favorites are the Judas Priest and the Nile song. Oh, all right. I, Nile I, is pretty dope. Actually, like, yeah, yeah, Nile is choice. Dope. Yeah, Nile is super cool. Yeah. Like I don't know, and it's mostly just because I like had that album when I was younger, so it might be a nostalgia thing for me. Yeah, oh, totally. Could be, yeah. But just like listening to all of Endar- their darkened shrines is just awesome. Like Unis Slayer of the Gods, the twelve-minute death metal <laughs> ultimate song. Oh my god, Gnarly. so good. <laughs> Yo, dog, you should listen to Sleep. Yeah. Sleep Could you stop great. talking <laughs> about motherfucking yeah. sleep? I like sleep. No sleep one's gonna great. go listen to I it. I have a fucking go listen sleep to the forty-minute fucking yeah. <laughs> one song on the album. Stop. Bruh, if we're speaking of like stoner doom metal shit oh, that came no. out this year, fucking Pallbearer's new Ooh. record is fucking lit. She's that so mad. So I mention good. sleep all the time because I fucking love it. Anytime somebody talks about long slongs, slong- <laughs> yeah, slongs. take us a long slong on that one. Oh long man, slongs. clearly I can't talk. We're today. keeping that in. Sorry. Whenever he's talking about long songs, he always brings up fucking sleep. They have a forty-minute song. What do you want from me? You brought it up like twenty times in conversation. Because no one's awesome. gonna listen to sleep. They're awesome. Sleep is whack. No sleep. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Okay. Okay, they're not whack. All right, now we best. really need to end that. Where, <laughs> where are the gloves? <laughs> We're all going to just fight it's each other. Podcast death matches I love, on us. I love that the music episode's the most controversial <laughs> episode we've had so far. We're going to have to do like a whole thing where we just post stories on the Instagram of us insulting each other's yeah, tastes exactly. and things. Nah, we need to do a roast episode. Yeah, a roast. Episode. That's fair. We each roast a different member Actually. of the podcast. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to have fun with that. All, damn. I got right. some cayenne pepper for all of you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mitch, so you want to wrap yeah, up In order episode? to wrap up this episode, uh, thank you so much for listening. We are on all the streaming services, Spotify included, and a whole bunch of other ones. I don't want to go Pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. Yeah, if you it. can stream podcasts, just we're Google on that shit. bringing down the grindhouse. Yeah, Google that. He just said it. And then uh, we are also have uh, a Patreon that's up. So if you donate any amount of money to it whatsoever, you can tell us what movies. Two dollars minimum. $2, that $2 is the minimum. only it's tier $2. we have on there. It's two dollars minimum, and you can definitely like message us on through Instagram or Facebook or whichever one. Yeah, social we are media very is. responsive. Yes, yes. absolutely, and uh, we will cover that movie. Uh, we also have uh, t-shirts on Teespring as well. We have two designs up, so you can go check those out as well. Just the bringing down the grindhouse storefront. And I think that's it. And shout out to uh, Patreon Sean. We'll be getting to his Wolf Creek episode uh, within the next couple weeks. Yeah. And that's really all I've got to say about that. That's all the announcements. Gnarly. Yes. We should like copy this exactly as it is and put it at the beginning. Yeah, thank totally, you so much. Yeah, exactly. You totally forgot to say. Yeah, that. I, totally, I totally did not. He's do like, the intro oh wait. Well. We also didn't introduce ourselves in the beginning. We d- oh my Whoa. god, <laughs> we fucked up to this one, guys. It's oh, fine. No. We wanted to talk about music. Yeah, but let's we? do it now. Let's do it now. Yeah, yeah. I'm Mitch. I'm Mur. I'm Justine, and I'm Jonathan. Thank you. Wow.